parked inside four walls, and I gotta say, man, time's flying by. It's already one o'clock in the afternoon. Hope y'all have been having a great morning, and I hope that first episode today didn't bring you down too much, but, you know, I thought it was important that we at least learn a little bit about the men and women we lost over there. But this episode, however, is gonna be much more uplifting, and I get to bash Fauci, and the Fauci's, and the people who attend the church for the Latter-day Fauci'sm. And I've also been working on the Agent Martial Art of Confusion, Fauci. All jokes aside, though, a study of Israel shows that natural immunity, i.e. you catch COVID, get through it, have the antibodies, is about three to five times more uh, effective against preventing future disease, or specifically against preventing future COVID, than any of the vaccines currently are. Not only that, Vaccines are actually degrading in effectivity. Meaning, your vaccine you got, you've got both doses, it wears off. Whereas the antibodies you get from having COVID-19 in the first place stay with you forever. And don't fuck with your DNA as a added benefit. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. The narrative has been herd immunity just is not achievable right now. Not enough people are blah, 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 blah. You need to get the vaccine to be safe, you know. Having antibodies isn't enough to protect you. Antibodies will not protect you from COVID-19. COVID-19 this, COVID-19 that. You need to stay home. You need to stay apart. You need to socially distance. You need to wash your hands and everything that destroys your immune system will keep you safe from COVID-19. And get this shot. Get this other shot. Get three shots. Get a booster. And some reports are coming out about how there's a little pill. Like Pfizer's working on a COVID pill you take it take twice a day. Jesus. Fucking Christ, but for the love of God, don't take that horse medicine, you know, don't take any of that rendezofir stuff. Ooh, it's cheap and over-the-counter and effective. Because Big Pharma needs to line their ever-so-deep fucking pockets with your hard-earned cash. And don't you love how the federal government, the people that extract all kinds of money and wealth out of you, just want to make you have to spend more money with Big Pharma? Because there are... Oh, God. It's kind of like... The government has become an arm of Big Pharma, hasn't it? You need to take these vaccines. You need to pay for these vaccines. You need to get da, 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 and all the other horse shit. But what if I told you they've been lying? Ah, who am I kidding? You already fucking know that. You've been listening to this show. You're already in the. You're already in the fucking where. In the know, as the hip would say. But a study out of my favorite, pointy nostril stronghold, Israel. My favorite uh, shithole in the middle of the desert over there. Israel. They've been on the top of a lot of science when it comes to COVID-19. Just about eight months ago now, they wrote... No, not even that long ago. It was a lot sooner than that. I can't remember. I read on this podcast a long time ago. They released a study, and it showed the degrading of COVID vaccines. And how over time, uh, they become almost useless against all these strains of COVID we have in the world. Not to mention there's a new variant of it rocking Europe right now. And they're talking big games about it in D.C. But then again, when is D.C. anything more than all fucking talk? Mm. I love that caffeine. No. But everyone's calling Israel a bunch of a bunch of kooky quacks. Bunch of, bunch of quacks. Quack, quack. You know? That's how you some car insurance through Raflak over there. And then scientists here in the CDC, WHO, and Pfizer were like, actually, yeah, these vaccines seem to be degrading with effectivity over time. 
Bloomberg themselves even wrote an article saying that this is the most uh, like co- like damning condemnation of the narrative. And that's Bloomberg. Mike Bloomberg, the anti-Trump politician wannabe. Having SARS-CoV-2 once confers much greater immunity than a vaccine, but vaccinations remain vital. There always got to be that catch. And this is from science.org. See, I'll give you a little bit of a background on me. It was December of 2019. I got super fucking sick. Super, super sick. It was about a week. I couldn't taste. I couldn't smell. My body hurt. I was constantly exhausted. And no one knew what COVID was quite yet. Then, you know, I get over it. It's been about, after the end of a week, you know, maybe a couple days extra, I'm completely over all the symptoms. All right, I don't, I can taste again. I can smell again. Some people apparently uh, maintain side effects, like uh, Rodney, Robbie from, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the co-host from Part of the Problem. His dick's still blue, and he can't taste anything still, which, that sucks. But if I could just lose the ability to taste, man, I'd be the healthiest motherfucker on the planet. I'd be like, I don't care. I'll eat nothing but vegetables. Everything tastes the same. I'll just be ultra healthy with it. Be the most shredded motherfucker on the planet. What's your secret? COVID. Oh my God, James, you're so in shape. You've been eating right? Yeah. Oh, what's your, what's your secret? COVID. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I didn't know I had COVID, right? And then, you know, January comes, they announced the the lockdown from China, and then uh, the travel ban from China to here goes into effect, and they start talking about COVID more, and people are freaking out. I didn't think I had it, and then uh, I think it was March, I uh, got a COVID test, because at the time I was living with two, with a, no, just one, I was living with an older lady who was like 90-something, and I go, I get the antibody, you know, they, they, they like poke your finger, take your blood, test it. And it came back saying I already had antibodies for it. And they're like, when did you get COVID? I was like, because I know. And then it dawned on me that it had been when I was really sick in December. Because I, you know, when I get sick, it's like a one or two day thing despite this week long little bout of the sniffles. But that's probably due to the copious amounts of booger sugar I've been consuming on my free time. <laughs> anyway. Now oh, that actually hurt. I don't know what the noise it just made was, but it hurt. It was on purpose, but it hurt. And, you know, I've just. I haven't gotten the COVID shot because one, I don't trust it. Bottom line, I don't trust it. Talk to my doctor. My doctor also says, you know, it's probably not right for you. You're young. You're not in the, the demographic that's highly at risk for it. You know, despite being a little bit on the chunky side, the extra thick double whipped side, you seem pretty healthy. You know, you're active. You do a lot of stuff. And if you go to my rumble, this is the shameless, shameless plug right here. Go to Outside four walls on Rumble. You'll see me on the field interviewing people, going to rallies, events, so on and so forth. I also post news archive footage from clips around the world, including all sorts of Taliban cabal related footage, Dr. Fauci footage, you name it, it's on my Rumble. And this podcast is now going up on Rumble 2 on Inside Four Walls podcast on Rumble. Apparently, there's already an Inside Four Walls Rumble account, but it has nothing on it. Maybe I made that and forgot about it. But you can follow me there, and I'm going to try and launch a Inside for Gaming channel. Hopefully, I'll go up on Twitch and Rumble as well. But enough plugs. 
Let's read this article here. There's a reason I went to the Rumble thing, but I can't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because my doctor's like, oh, you know, you're always going out and talking to people. You're very active in the community. Da, 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 da. So, so you're quite healthy. You shouldn't have to worry about getting the vaccine. You should be fine. And I was like, all right, cool. And, you know, I'll give it like two years because I want to see what the long-term side effects are of this vaccine. Because we have the the shedding and all that other stuff when it, forms, when it becomes part of your DNA. A lot of weird, sketchy shit. And then a bunch of countries banned it because they found medical particles in the vaccine. And then uh, the other countries are lifting it. A bunch of countries like Sweden, they lift their uh, they lifted their all their COVID restrictions and banned the vaccine. Said it's not safe. And it's no secret here that the medical industry is basically all bought and paid for in America. A lot of these big hospital doctors, like at U of M stuff, are, are persisting you take the vaccine at all costs. Uh, I know somebody who's a cancer survivor. And now, you go on CDC or WHO or any of these other sites, and they'll tell you if you're a cancer survivor or someone at risk of cancer, you probably shouldn't get the vaccine because it could put you at risk of either... Uh, I'm not even claiming like I know what the fuck it puts you at risk for, but it does put you at risk. I knew people who had cancer and, and their doctors are telling them to get the vaccine and all that. So I'm just like, well, science is this, but you're doing that. I'm good. I also had a doctor tell me that kids need to be wearing masks despite universally all the other health agencies and CDC saying, yeah, kids should not be wearing masks if their lungs aren't developed enough for them to breathe properly and get the action they need through the mask. So that's fun. And the vaccine isn't approved for anybody under the age of like 15, I believe. But doctors are trying to get kids to get vaccinated. So the American medical industry is bought and paid for by you and Big Pharma and anyone else who wants to shill for them. But let's get into the fucking article. Enough of me hemming and hawing like a politician. Having SARS-CoV-2 once confers much greater immunity than a vaccine, but vaccines, but vaccinations remain vital. Israel, who had an infection, were more, sorry, Israel, who had an infection, were more protected against, were more protected against the Delta coronavirus variant than those who had an already highly effective COVID-19 vaccine. Is it that highly effective? If uh, just immunity itself keeps you safer from it? And this article was published the 26th of August, only recently came to my attention, by Meredith Wadman. We need to respect Wadman. Wadman writes. Now, I always love these pictures of a doctor looking very, very, like, intently at the syringe, extracting the vial. And this doctor's dewy curls are just... Ooh, so on point. I love the drip. Flannel collar, the red sleeves, killing a doc. And his mask has a little Israel flag on it. That's cool. Uh, keep that branding. Jews know what they're doing. Look forward to getting canceled soon enough. The natural immune protection that develops after SARS-CoV-2 infections offers considerably more of a shield against the Delta variant of the pandemic coronavirus than two doses of the Pfizer-BioTech vaccine, according to a large Israel study that some scientists wish came with a, quote, don't try this at home label. Yeah, they're probably worried, like, oh, no, don't have pox parties with COVID. Meanwhile, like, for a while there, I was doing everything I could to get COVID. I had friends who would get sick with it before there was a vaccine. I'd go over to their house and smoke joints with them drink with them. I, I did everything I could to get the virus. 
I was raised by an older woman, you know. They had pox parties and all those other crazy shit going on. What's that? Measles is going around? Oh, we better get everybody together in the same room. Excuse me. Ah, God, all these fake... fake ah, fake sneezes. <laughs> then I just never got it. And then... I said test positive for the antibodies. I kept trying to hang out with people who had COVID. Just never caught it a second time. It's a shame, too, because I always like running in. I always like being reunited with old friends. Anyway, moving on. Scientists wish this came with a don't try this at home label. A The newly released data shows people who once had SARS-CoV-2 infection were much less likely than a never-infected vaccinated people person to get the Delta variant, develop symptoms from it, or become hospitalized with serious COVID-19. The study, the study demonstrates the power of the human immune system, but infectious disease experts em- emphasize that this vaccine and, other co- and others for COVID-19 nonetheless remain highly protective against severe disease and death. But uh, I would highly recommend not as a doctor, of course, but I would highly recommend you just go get catch COVID. Apparently, apparently, just catching COVID and, and riding that bitch out makes you a lot stronger against it than uh, actually getting this highly effective vaccine. Because fuck big farmer and their money loving shills. Vaccinate this dick. Got you hanging low, bro. Anyway, let me just reiterate that. The newly released data shows people who once had SARS-CoV-2 infection are much less likely than never infected vaccinated people to get Delta, develop symptoms from it, or become hospitalized with serious COVID-19. Just want to make sure you heard that right. The study demonstrates the power of the human immune system, but infectious disease experts emphasize Shills emphasize that this vaccine and others and others for COVID-19 nonetheless remain highly protective against severe disease and death. It also turns you into a walking super spreader that's asymptomatic. Who's that old dude? He looks like uh like the blind guy from Bill and Ted, just aged old the fuck, and he does all those stupid videos where he's like, get the fucking vaccine. I'm out here in New York and I got the fucking vaccine, and then there's a follower where he goes, So you mean to tell me? That I've been going around shaming people for not getting the vaccine because they might be spreading it. But the whole time, I've been a super spreader. It just looks so defeated. Yeah, bitch. You are. You're a relevant ass. I only know your face occasionally from Hip Hop DX videos. <clears throat> Highly protective against disease and death. You know, as long as you don't develop one of those famous heart murmurs and blood clots from the vaccine like a lot of people have been developing lately. And they caution. The international infection among unvaccinated people would be an extreme would be extremely risky. Quote, what we don't want people to say is, all right, I should go out and get infected. I should have an infection party. Yo, yo, get the streamers. Get those New Year's noise clickers. You grab the handle. Get those, man. Let's some fireworks, get some brewskis, get some coronavirus in a fucking bucket of ice and some lemon. Cause you got fuck the line, gotta get lemon in that bitch. Let's have a pox party. Let's get a Rona party going on, bitch. I, I say let's go and have a herd immunity festival. 
gather in the streets and cough down each other's fucking throats. Hey, man, some people have the fish for bitching going down their throat. Let's do it. Nate COVID great again. I'm excited about this article. We don't want to see people saying it's all right. I should get out and get infected. I should have an infection party, says Minch Nelsonswig. I'm not going to pronounce these names right, but it sounds like a Nazi's name almost. <laughs> An immunologist at Rockefeller University. Oh, he might be. He might be one of the Nazis working at Rockefeller. I mean, that's who helped devise the Manhattan Project and then Operation Paperclip. A bunch of Nazis at the Rockefeller University, who researches the immune response of SARS-CoV-2 and was not involved in the study, quote, because somebody could die. I mean, you could choke on your fucking ramen bowl and die tomorrow. Death comes anyway. Why not have a little bit of fun and take the risk, I always say. <laughs> Says the guy who's ran headfirst into a ride with armed with nothing more than a GoPro and a bike helmet. The researchers also found that people who had COVID-19 previously and received one dose of the Pfizer vaccine and biotech messenger RNA or mRNA vaccine were more highly protected against, against the reinfection than those who once had the coronavirus and are still unvaccinated. The New York... Oh, let me see. Let me lose my place here a little bit. The New York... Uh, that seems like a weird word in structure. But yeah, the New York could inform discussion on whether previously infected people need to receive both doses of the Pfizer biotech vaccine or similar mRNA vaccines from Moderna. Especially Moderna and JJ. Those two can fuck right off. Multiple recalls and shit. Get out of here, bitch. Anyway. Vaccine mandates don't necessarily exempt those who had SARS-CoV-2 infections already. And the current U.S. recommendation is that they be fully vaccinated. Yeah, well, the government has no business mandating anything, and let's be honest. Nothing's ever stopped the government from injecting you with scary shit anyway. Uh... Oh, why am I blanking on it? Oh, yeah, look at what happened in Tuskegee. I mean, fuck off, right? If the government wants to inject you with something, they'll do it anyway. Do you know the government had an operation where they went into bars and agents would walk behind people and inject them with AIDS? That's a real thing! Dude, if you actually go down the files of like the sketchy shit the government's done to people, injecting them, forcing with COVID-19 is like bottom tier. That's just Monday morning type bullshit for them. Operation uh, Deep Forest, Mockingbird, all of the uh, MK Ultra shit... Tuskegee experiments where they injected people with AIDS. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. That's just what the government gets up to, but they're here for your protection. They want to make these mandates for your protection. Don't you trust big Uncle Sam? Yeah, I trust Uncle Sam by as much as I trust Uncle Creepy, creepy Uncle Joe. Anyway. Which means, too... MRNA doses, or one of the Johnson & Johnson's adeno adenovirus-based vaccine. Yet, 
one mRNA dose might be enough, some scientists argue. And other countries, including Germany, France, Italy, and Israel, administer and Israel administered just one vaccine dose to previously infected people. The study conducted in one in one of the most highly COVID-19 vaccinated countries in the world examined medical records of tens of thousands of Israels of Israelis, charting their infection symptoms and hospitalizations between the 1st of June and the 14th of August 2021 when the delta variant per, when the delta variant predominated in Israel it's the largest real world observational study so far to compare natural and vaccine induced immunity to SARS-CoV-2 according to its leaders the research impresses Nuzzlewig and other scientists who have received a preprint of the results posted yesterday on MedArvix. Quote, it's a textbook example of how natural immunity is really better than a vaccination, says Charlotte Thalin. Thalin? There's a little empty O above the A, so I don't know how that's pronounced. A physical and immunologist researcher at Danyard Hospital in the Karolinska Institute who studies the immune response of SARS-CoV-2. Quote, To my knowledge, it's the first time this has really been shown in the context of COVID-19. Yeah, but anybody who's really followed this with any minor little bit of microbiology in their belt would have been able to tell you this a lot sooner. It's really not that surprised me. I'm just excited that someone's finally like, oh, look, the obvious. Still, Thalin and other researchers stress that deliberate infection among unvaccinated people would put them at significant risk or severe disease and death. Yes, this virus with a 99.99% survival rate for anyone under the age of 60. And even then, over the age of 60, it's like, what, 99.2% survival rate? For fuck's sake, the old lady I lived with. I've talked about this before. She was 98, caught COVID, and none of us knew about it. None of us knew about it. Her elderly family members would come over and visit, all caught it, and no one knew about it. They didn't even know they fucking had it. And they were all like, oh yeah, I guess we all had COVID. What the fuck? This is some really good coffee. Sorry, I got, I got this uh, Morel-based coffee, and I'm just... I bought it thinking, oh, man, Morel coffee. Coffee made out of mushrooms. It's going to be weird, man. I don't know what to expect of it. It's really fucking good. Sorry. <clears throat> Let me see. Uh, Natural immunity. Still. Thalin and other researchers stress that deliberate infection among unvaccinated people would put them at significant risk or severe disease and death. Or the lingering significant symptoms of what has been dubbed long COVID. Yeah, actually, my mom's dealing with this right now. She had COVID like five, six months ago, went to the hospital for it, got out. It's funny, she rode that bitch off for like two and a half weeks. We didn't know what was wrong with her. Next thing I know, she's like, I got COVID. I'm like, oh. 
and she was over it. By the time she got to the hospital, they were like, uh, yeah, you want to be put on a ventilator? She was like, no, I'm fine. I just want to be treated. You remember what they gave her? They didn't give her any of the normal vaccines. I think they gave her, like, hydrox or hydroxychloroquine or some shit. They gave her something, and she was over in, like, a day. So that's the long COVID. Like, when you get over it, but the symptoms continue being, like, uh, severe fatigue, lack of taste, lack of smell, uh, lightheadedness occasionally. <laughs> there, there are, COVID is very real. It's just nowhere near as dangerous as people want it to be. And I say want it to be on purpose. The government wanted this to be, like, end of the world, apocalyptic, I am legend shit. And it just wasn't. But hey. Give it time. I'm sure they'll make a disease that'll actually kill everybody the way they want it to. They either want you dead, or they want you living in cowering fear dependent on them. Because there's nothing that a government fears more than its people, and that's how it should be. But, man, this little deep state bitch is really in the corner thrashing at people that bleeds out every day. And when I say it's bleeding out, it's self-inflicted. Like, every time it swipes its claws, it just cuts itself, because more and more people are like, this is dangerous. This is an unstable creature over here. We, we can't trust this government animal. Anyway, I'm getting really sidetracked. Let me make sure i got enough time recording. I'll bet. Cool. The significant severe death or long COVID. The study shows the benefits of natural immunity, but, quote, doesn't take into account what this virus does to the body to get to this point, says Marion Pepper. I don't trust anybody with last name Pepper unless it's Dr. Pepper. And your name's uh, Dr. Marion Pepper. An immunologist at the University of Washington. Oh, I bet I know why you're saying what you're saying, you fucking shill. In Washington, Seattle, COVID-19 has already killed more than 4 million people. Air quotes around that bitch. And even then, that's less than many diseases we don't even worry about every year. <laughs> there are diseases that kill far more than 4 million people every year. And we just don't talk about it. Or I should say, severely impact the lives of about 4 million people every year. Anyway, 4 million people worldwide. And there are concerns that the Delta and other SARS-CoV-2 variants are deadlier than the original coronavirus. It fucking better be. If we're going to do another lockdown, it better be some, like, people skulls fucking collapsing in the streets from inhaling too deeply. Like, it better make people look like some hills-have-eyes-looking creatures, you know? Anyway... The new analysis relies on the database of Makibi Healthcare Services, which enrolls about 2.5 million Israelis. The study, led by Tal Patalan and Sivin Gazit at the KSM Institute, the system's research and innovation arm, found in two analyses that never infected people who were vaccinated in January and February were in June and July, the first half of the August. Uh, in the Or, oh, sorry, let me... In June, July, and the first half of August, 6 to 13 times more likely to get infected than unvaccinated people who were previously infected with the coronavirus. In this one analysis... You shattered an entire fucking narrative, by the way. Just one analysis. Fuck the whole narrative over. Bend that bitch over over the guardrail and just fucking <laughs> made them cle made them claps chic. 
made them cheek clap hard. Israel's just like that narrative. Love it. Ooh. Nobody bought some dinner before it fucked it that hard. But you know, came out of Israel. It didn't buy shit. <laughs> anyway, in one analysis comparing more than 32,000 people in the health system, the risk of developing symptomatic COVID-19 was 27 times higher among the vaccinated. That's right, kids. As I've been saying this whole time, if you're vaccinated, you're more likely to carry the COVID-19 virus, spread it around, and or come down with a severe case of it. But uh, yeah, 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 no, go go get vaccinated. Don't you love how this article from a .org is saying, you need to go get vaccinated, but people who aren't vaccinated just catch COVID, tend to survive, and they're, uh, yeah, they don't, they do a lot better. They don't really catch it again very often, and they're naturally far more protected against other variants of COVID than the people who are vaccinated. Yeah, Dr. Fauci, I would love to see you double speak on this shit, you little Italian prick. Again, comparing more than 32,000 people in the health system, the risk of developing symptomatic COVID-19 was 27 times higher among the vaccinated. Higher in vaccinated people. And the risk of hospitalization is eight times higher. Eight times. That's right. You're doing it for my safety, not yours, right? Quote, the difference is huge, says Thalin. Although she's cautions that the number for infections and other events analysis and other events analyzed for the comparison are or quote were small for instance the higher hospitalization rate in 3200 people in the 3200 people analysis were based on just eight hospitalizations in a vaccinated group you wouldn't go out this confidently if you weren't confident what you very previously said now do, do, do. And 3,200 person analysis was based on just eight hospitalizations in vaccinated groups and one in a previous infected group and the 13-fold increased risk of infection in the same analysis was based on just 238 infections in the vaccinated population. Less than 1.5% of the more than 16,000 people versus 19 reinfectious among a similar number of people who once had SARS-CoV-2. It's every paragraph you read. They're like, get vaccinated. But if you're not and you catch COVID, you're more protected against it than people who are vaccinated and never had it or people who are vaccinated and had it. One, no one in the study who got the new SARS-CoV-2 infection died. You hear that, boys? No one in the study who caught the new SARS-CoV-2 infection died. None. Zilch. Zero. Fucking nada, my guy. Which prevented a comparison of death rates. But it is a clear sign that vaccines still offer a formidable shield against serious disease even if it's not as good as natural immunity. 
immune system for the fucking wind, boys. Is what I want to add here. You want to know why after a post-lockdown you saw such a boom and people getting sick? It's because for about eight months, you know, eight months to flatten the curb in 14 days, people stayed home. They didn't go out and interact with people. They washed their hands every 30 seconds. They kept their fucking face covered. Their immune system was kicked back up with its legs on a fucking ottoman, eating Pringles by the fucking can and drinking butter and getting all fat and out of shape. And then you went out to the real world and your immune system was like, wait, what? What? I, uh, I should have been working out. What the fuck? And then you got sick because your immune system was so weakened. And now your immune system is firing up again. You're out there talking to people. You're inhaling germs here, eating germs there, doing snoring lines of germs if you're doing what I'm doing <laughs> behind the scenes. Mm, that spike protein and that powder sugar does hit differently. People's immune systems are fired back up. They get COVID, their immune system is like, oh, I got this. And they just, Donald Trump that bitch. Three days later, they're just beating the fuck out of COVID like it's Joe Pesci walking into a garage trying to become a made man. Shouts out to anybody who gets that fucking reference. It's a great movie. But I'm not going to tell you which movie it is because I don't want you posing in the comments like, oh, I love that movie. It's a great movie. I've made movie references before and read the comments. Somebody's like, oh, I love that movie. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, what's your favorite part? And they're like, uh... <laughs> Anyway, into the fucking article. Which prevented a comparison death rates, but is a clear sign that vaccines are still that vaccines still offer a more formidable offer a formidable shield against serious disease, even if it's not as good as natural immunity. Moreover, natural immunity is far from perfect, although reinfections with SARS-CoV-2 are extremely rare and often asymptomatic or mild. In another analysis, the researchers compared more than 1,400 people who had a confirmed case of SARS-CoV-2 infections and were still unvaccinated with an equivalent number of previously infected people who received one dose of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine. The team found that the unvaccinated group was twice as, luck- as, twice as likely to reinfect as the singly vaccinated. Quote, We continue to underestimate the importance of natural infection immunity, especially when infection is recent. Says Eric Tapool, a physician, a physical, a physician, physical scientist at Scripps Research. Quote, And when you bolster that with one dose of the vaccine, you take it to levels you can't possibly match with any vaccine in the world right now. Nuzzlewig, or Nusenwig, has the results in previously infected vaccinated people confirm laboratory findings from the series of papers in natural and immunity by his group. His Rockefeller University colleague, Paul Bienzig, Bienies, not sure how to pronounce that name, and others. From a preprint posted this month by the guy's name I can't pronounce, and his team. They show, Nuzenvig says, the immune system of people who developed natural immunity to SARS-CoV-2 and then got one vaccine produced 
exemplary broad and protein antibodies against the coronavirus. The preprint, for example, reported that people who were previously infected and then vaccinated with an mRNA vaccine had antibodies in their blood that neutralized the infectivity of other viruses harmless to humans that was engineered to express a version of the coronavirus spike protein that contains 20 concerning mutations. Sierra from vaccinated Sierra? Yeah, Sierra from vaccinated to naturally infected people could not do so. As for the Israel medical record study, Tapool and others point out several limitations, such as the inherent weakness of a retrospective analysis compared to that with a prospective study that regularly tests all participants as it takes new infections, symptomatic infections, and hospitalizations and death going forward in time. Quote, it will be important to see these findings replicated or refuted. Good luck refuting them. Says Natalie Dean, the a biostatistician at Emory University. So you're not even a real doctor. You just study stats. I have no faith in, in your degree or profession. She adds, quote, the biggest limitation in the study is that testing for SARS-CoV-2 infection is still a voluntary thing. They had thousands of people in both camps come out and do the study. But you're a statistician. You know, you, you don't need me telling you anything, right? It's not part of the study design. Just because you didn't design it, sweetheart, doesn't mean there wasn't a design study. I'm sorry, your little statistician class has your fifis all up in a bunch right now. That means, she says, that comparisons could be confounded if, for example, previously infected people who developed mild symptoms were less likely to get tested than vaccinated people, perhaps because they think they are immune. <laughs> Nuzenwig group has published data showing that people who recover from SARS-CoV-2 infection continue to develop increasing numbers and types of coronavirus targeting antibodies for up to one year. By contrast, he says, twice vaccinated people stop seeing increases in the potency or breadth of overall memory antibody components a few months after their second dose. Translation, if you have the antibodies and your immune system's operation is operating naturally to fight coronavirus, your immune system is still growing and developing new ways to fight it, whereas if you had the vaccine, your body quits trying to find a way to fight it. You notice something here, folks? Are you noticing something? Because I'm sure as fuck noticing a pattern here. Ugh. For many infectious diseases, naturally acquired immunity is known to be more powerful than vaccine-induced immunity and is often and often lasts a lifetime compared to vaccinated. Other coronaviruses 
that cause a serious human disease, severe acute respiratory symptoms. Oh, sorry. My bad. Other coronaviruses that cause a serious human disease, severe acute respiratory syndrome, and Middle East Respiratory Syndrome trigger robust and persistent immune responses. At the same time, several other human coronaviruses, which usually cause little more effects than a cold, are known to reinfect people regularly. Clarification here at the bottom. The 20th of August at 1.20 p.m. This article has been updated to reflect that an analysis involving previously infected people who received one vaccine dose, not all people received that dose after, rather than before, becoming infected. It also has been updated to clarify that the vaccinated people in the other two analysis have never been infected prior to being vaccinated. That changes absolutely nothing about what I read, though. But thank you, Meredith Weldman. You look like a classy Brit. And with that hunky-dory, fun little fucking article, I'm going to do everything I can to get a 5 o'clock upload out today. And if not, this next article will be my 8 o'clock upload for tomorrow because we're going to continue on this train of fucking Fauci raw dog until that bitch calls me daddy and says, Stop! I can't take it anymore! Having... And here's a prequel. Here's a fucking little ditty for what comes tomorrow at 8 p.m. So get your fucking coffee and masks ready, bitches. Having SARS-CoV-2 once confers much greater immunity than a vaccine, but vaccines remain vital. We'll have fun with this. As by Meredith Widman in her newest article. I am James motherfucking Madison. God fucking speed.